This is Robert Marglacci, Chief Digital Publisher of the Mindshare Learning Report, Canada's Learning and Technology e-magazine. And welcome to This Week in Canadian EdTech. I'm honoured to have a Mindshare moment with Dr. Laura Zeger, who is the Chair of the Faculty of Education EdTech Program at New Jersey City University, and coincidentally, a fellow Pepperdine alumni. Thank you for joining me this afternoon here at the 5th China Education Expo. Laura. Thank you so much, Robert. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, it's so fortuitous that we connected here, and you never know who you're going to meet. That's the beauty of attending conferences. And uh, Robert, we had to go around the world to meet. <laughs> <laughs> Literally full circle. Uh, so Drones in Education, uh, fascinating book that... Uh, you co-authored uh, and published by ISTE, who Richard Collada, the CEO of ISTE, is here at the conference. Uh, let your students' imagination soar. Uh, tell me what inspired this. Um, I'm always on the lookout for new technology resources for teachers. Uh, materials that can help them to bring uh, learning to their classrooms, bring it more, make it more exciting. And so when drones became available, I started to explore how might we use drones in the classroom? Because you can't walk into a school with a drone without having kids run up and surround you. They, they're very excited about them. And so the more research I did about drones, the more I realized that there are 100,000 jobs in drones available today. So for career readiness, we need to have students familiar with them, at least give them the opportunity to understand what they're about. And perhaps some of the students may, particularly those students that aren't going to college, they could go on to get their drone pilot license and, and work in industries such as farming or real estate. Those are the two biggest areas, the military. So we thought this would be the ideal technology to introduce into classrooms because no one's done it before. Fascinating. And it's about being where the kids are, isn't it? Really. And, uh, it's that, you know, classic student engagement that we talk about. And you are presenting at the FETC conference and uh, six principles about engaging uh, students. Maybe you can share with us one of the six to entice people that might be going to attend your session. Well, in FETC, I'm talking about brain-based learning and um, brain-based principles for active learning. And so it's based on the work of John Medina and in, in his book, Brain Rules. And basically what I'm trying to uh, engage teachers in is to look at how we, how we teach in the classroom. If the teacher is standing in front of the classroom doing the talking, they're the ones doing the learning. So one of the rules is talking is better than listening with our students. And so we have to work in, in ways that our students are more engaged and actively learning and collaborating so that they'll not only become more motivated to learn, but also remember better. The learning is situated. And so it's also fascinating to learn that you um, started a similar program to Pepperdine, uh, learning technology, graduate program, master's program, and PhD program. Kudos to you because that is an area that's still not very well understood or you know, teachers in the faculties of education don't necessarily get the exposure that, that they need when they're entering a class and have all these tools in their arsenal but haven't been exposed to it. 
you know, the issue is they don't, may not even have the tools in their arsenal. They don't even know where to find the tools. So we have a master's program in educational technology that's completely online, and we've been running that for 20 years at NJCU. And what we realized were the teachers were so very excited about using the tools that they learned, but they'd go back to their schools, and the leadership at their schools were not supportive. And so 15 years ago, I decided, you know, when I left Pepperdine, the, my experience was so wonderful that if I could replicate something Ditto. like that, yeah, <laughs> something like that on the East Coast, but um, you know, for our teachers, that they would be excited to learn. And sure enough, we were able to create a program, Educational Technology Leadership. It's an EDD program. It's a three-year program. Wow. Yeah. So, and our students get exposed to all of the types of emerging technologies, but not for the sake of just using technology. It's it's in order to to uh, engage students, and so that the students are really the beneficiaries of what they're learning. So perhaps you can share uh, with us a little bit about your experience here at the Fifth China Education Innovation Expo. This is about 10,000 education leaders, but world-class presenters like yourself from all around the world. It's fascinating. It has been amazing. This is my first time in China right. and my first time at this expo. And I have to say, it is unlike any other conference that I've attended. The The amount of uh, enthusiasm and the global collaboration, it's interesting to see what other countries are doing. It's not just, it's such a such a big microcosm of educational technology and business. So you, you get to see the lens from which other countries are looking at EdTech. And it really does shine a light on what we're doing in the United States. So you mentioned community, and uh, that's something that I talk a lot about these days in how we are nurturing, uh, sharing, and collaboration through C21 Canada and the Mindshare report that we published that was inspired by Pepperdine because we were challenged to change the world. And like you, you went back and you created this incredible program, which kudos to you for doing that and, and making an impact. And it, I, that was one of the themes of this conference. And I pointed to that yesterday when we presented with Team Canada. It's about making an impact. And to do that, the collaboration piece and the community piece is often forgotten. And there's no way to get beyond pockets of innovation if we don't collaborate and, and create cohesive communities. Yeah, we've created a community of practice among our doctoral students. I have 50 active doctoral students in three cohorts at, at all times. And so these students really create a bond together and can do great things as they collaborate. But I also feel that the business, the educational and business partnership that I've just um, instituted with Eduscape is also going to be adding to our program. So we're currently offering graduate credits for their STEM certification, Fantastic. for the ISTE STEM certification. We're also collaborating on creating a STEM certificate for our master's degree program. And we're probably going to be taking that certificate to China. So that credentialing, the micro-credentialing, if you will, as well, is, is the future, isn't it? Well, this certificate, it is the future. And, and students really want the opportunity to pick and choose what's important to them, mm -hmm. so just-in-time just learning. Right. This certificate will actually be an accredited certificate from the state of New Jersey. So we're hoping that the students will be able to use it not only to increase their knowledge and skills, but also for their job opportunities. Well, uh, I have a really tough next question I'm going to ask you. Uh, 
Next year will be our 11th Canadian EdTech Leadership Summit. I will be so honored to have you speak at the summit. Is that something you can work into your schedule and coming into Toronto, perhaps? I would love to come to Canada. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm looking forward to the invitation. Well, thank you so much for that. That was Dr. Laura Zeiger, the chair of the EdTech Pro Graduate Program at New Jersey City University. My name is Robert Merdlach of the Mindshare Learning Port. And until next time, keep the learning curve steep.